Well, good morning, good evening, good night, wherever you're listening from. This is Be Wendy Bob coming to you with another episode with of Empower to Empower You podcast. Y'all, I am super excited. I know that you have been enjoying the previous episodes. So for those of you who have been enjoying the guest segments, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. Thank you for the reviews and the ratings. I really appreciate it. I love it when people call or email and let me know how much the podcast has been a blessing to them. If you are just stumbling on this episode for the first time, welcome, welcome, welcome to Empower to Empower You Empower to Empower You podcast is about all things Jesus Christ, mental health, anything to help you live your best life and be the better version of yourself. I am your lovely host again, be Wendy Bob. So don't forget, as you're listening to this, rate it, review it, share it. Don't keep it to yourself, y'all. Don't keep it to yourself, okay? And also remember that this is not a replacement to therapy. So if you're hearing things that make you think that you need therapy, this is not a replacement to therapy. Just because I'm a mental health therapist, I'm not providing therapy through the podcast. So, But this can be a wonderful, wonderful complement to your mental health journey. Okay, so y'all, I am super excited. I just had to scream and I know that you're excited with me because I have an amazing, an amazing guest here. She is my friend, my sister, my love, my ladybug, but most importantly, her name is Tony Lewis and she is a holistic psychotherapist and certified life and love coach who helps clients achieve a level of mental and emotional wellness they didn't know was possible until meeting her. A true phenomenon in her field, Tony is completely redefining the way her clients heal using her natural integrative techniques and formulas to align their whole self with their values to create overall balance and joy in their life. Revered for her heart-to-heart approach, Tony connects with people in a way that allows them to completely open up first to her and then to themselves call to move from burden to balance. Tony's revolutionary work and research reaches far beyond her Tennessee-based practice, and she is transforming lives across the country through her virtual coaching, VIP day intensives, and wellness workshops. Y'all, I want you, I want to welcome you to episode number 65 with Mrs. Tony Lewis as we have a conversation on value-based decisions. Hey, friend. Hey. <laughs> You're so silly. Oh, I love it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Tell I us, am too. Yes, yes, yes. So tell us a little bit more about this topic, like what it means to have value-based decisions. This is such a relevant, relevant conversation to have today. And I'm so glad to have you as, as my friend here and Grace. The, yeah. People are going to hear you from all over the United States, <laughs> the United States as well. So Get ready for your phone to blow up, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. You're so funny. I'm so excited to be here. And yes, I, I agree 100%. Value-based decisions is such an important topic, especially these days, right? Yeah. So what it means to make value-based decisions? In short, it simply just means to identify what's truly important to you. You know, what are you truly passionate about? What makes you thrive? What brings you joy? What makes you feel whole, right? And prioritize those things. 
So in order to get to a place of making value-based decisions, we first have to be able to identify and understand what our values are. And like I mentioned, our values are those things that we feel that are truly important to us. So important because they do help to define who we are and why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. But how did you tell us a little bit about how did you get to the place of coming to that point of I need to just not make decisions or I need to just not do what everybody else is doing. I need to focus on what's what's important for me. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, several years back, I really found myself in a space where I was doing just that, like you mentioned, you know, doing what everybody else is doing or at the at the least trying to please everybody, right? Doing what I felt like everybody expected, needed, or wanted me to do, you know? And so, um, you know, I know outside looking in, folks may have looked at my life like, oh, you know, everything is good. You know, I actually even had people tell me that, that they look at me in my life and they felt like, you know, I, I am a image of what they want, you know, and I would be so confused about that because yeah, you know, I had a good job living on my own, you know, had a group of friends, was close with my family, all these things, you know, going on. But on the inside, I still didn't feel like whole. I didn't feel complete. I, I wasn't as happy as I would have liked to be. Um, I was up and down a lot in my mood. I felt confused a lot of times. Um, and I just, I got to a space where I just really felt stuck. You know, like, well, you know, if, if this is supposed to be the life, right? You know, is, it, it, does it get any better than this, right? <laughs> right? Is, is this it? Mm-hmm. And so um, just, you know, fast forward, long story short, I, getting to that space, it encouraged me to then, you know, dig a little bit deeper to figure out, you know, well, what's truly going on with this picture here? What's really going on with me? So in doing my own work, I was able to identify, like I mentioned before, just that, that I was focusing on making everyone else happy, right? And meeting the expectation and desires of everyone around me. Mm-hmm. And I was leaving myself out. Yeah, yeah. So this yep. is why I wasn't happy. Yeah, that's, you know, it's so it, there's so many things that you just said in that statement because a lot of times people are comparing themselves with other people not even knowing the actual story or what's behind the scenes or what's behind what's behind the social media image or whatever and not even knowing that even when people were trying to envy you so to speak and say they want to be like you they didn't even know that you were internally probably drowning like I'm trying to get out of this thing. I'm trying to get away from trying to do what navigate this whole thing called life. And y'all trying to say that I look perfect. You right. Know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That was so confusing. Confusing. I, I didn't understand that. And, you know, recently, I think it was Joyce Myers. I once heard say that, um, you know, something along the lines of never, um, never envy someone else's lifestyle if you're not prepared to do exactly what they had to do to get to that space, right? You never know, right? The trials that they had to go through, the, the, what their dark moments really look like, you know, all we see is the success. Mm-hmm. So don't envy it, don't desire it if you're not willing to do what they had to do to get there. Mm-hmm. And I truly know what that means today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you said, you got to the point where you decided that I was not going to do what everybody else was doing. So what I'm hearing when you say that is when we are not 
making decisions aligned with our values, we find ourselves trying to conform to all these other people. And these people may be, and then you can give several examples. These people may be professionals, coaches, colleagues. We just, we're, we're not functioning in our own lane. We're trying to look like other, the other person. Talk yeah. about that for, for a second. Yeah, because, you know, it looks attractive. You know, like I mentioned with the Joyce Meyer reference, mm -hmm. you know, all we see are the results. You know, we see, you know, that this person appears happy. Mm -hmm. They have, you know, the life, the job, the family, the friends, the events, the, you know, whatever, right? And it looks so great, right? And so what we determine is, okay, if I want my life to look like that, well, then I better hop on the train and do what they did, right? So we start to mimic what we see other people do because we want a fast uh, result, result, right? We want it to come fast and we want it to look like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the thing is, everyone's journey is going to look different. So it doesn't matter how many, you know, steps you take to do what someone else is doing. At the end of the day, if it's not your path, yeah. you'll still end up feeling the same way at the end of that journey that you felt at the start. Mm -hmm. Probably worse because you're going to be more exhausted because you put forth a lot of energy, you know, um, trying to get to this space that wasn't your space to go to in the beginning. When you said exhausted, I'm just trying to think like, because we've been there, I've, I've been there for sure. Like living in a place where you're trying to func look, you know, let your journey look like somebody else's journey how exhausting is that at some point you feel like you're not even, who am I? Like, am I trying to be like this person? Like at what point for you did it get to the point where you're like, wait a second, like, is this even me? Why am I even doing this? Why do I feel like obligated to do these things? How does this even connect to what's, what feels good to me? Tell at what point did, did you get to that place? To the space of realizing that this wasn't making me feel good. And it yeah. was it wasn't who I am. It, it's not even who I am. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think, and this is what I work on a lot with my clients to really pay attention to your feelings, right? Because, you know, we are wired as yeah. human beings to notice our feelings before we notice anything else. But for a lot of us, it's the thing that we try to dismiss, right? We try to say, you know, oh, well, those are sad feelings or, I, you know, I don't want to think about that because that, you know, makes me not feel yeah. good. But if we listen to our feelings, you know, and, and recognize like, how am I feeling? Okay, I'm not feeling the best. And you know what? As a matter of fact, I've been feeling this way for a very long time. Like if we listen to the messages that accompany our feelings, we'll learn a lot about ourselves. Now, this doesn't mean to let our feelings, you know, um, run our world, so to speak, or, or make our decisions for us, but they come with the message and they're trying to tell us something. And so for me, I noticed just how I was feeling. I, I just got tired of feeling the same way every day, like feeling heavy, feeling dissatisfied, discontent, confused, all of those things. And so I listened to those feelings and I decided to do something about it. I decided that, you know, I do have the power. I do have the strength to change my feelings it's the yeah. same thing that I teach my clients right it feels like you know our feelings make us feel like oh I can't help the way I feel or I can't do anything about it you know it feels like that because it's so heavy mm -hmm. however we can right God has given us the strength that the, and if you're a believer the Holy Spirit lives inside of you so you definitely have the power and the strength to do whatever that you need to do to take care of yourself mm -hmm. and for me specifically as a believer I had to tap into that 
I had to, you know, thinking about my own strength made me feel like I couldn't do it. But when I recognize just who and whose I am, being a child of God, I'm able to pull from his strength. He strengthened me and positioned me to do something different. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. yeah, in short, I got tired of feeling that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, wasn't living, uh-huh, it wasn't even living God's best for your life. No. You know, we're trying to pursue the image when we're trying to pursue the, 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 the status or when we're trying to pursue. We're more so focusing on what we think we want, what we think we need without functioning in. God has a whole better plan for us you know, and we're trying to do our own thing, like orphan children, as if we mm-hmm. don't have a whole father, father. <laughs> All the time, right? Out All here by ourselves. Yeah. Like, we got nobody. <laughs> and they just, and, and God just standing there waiting, like, I'm just going to wait here till you yes. come back. Absolutely. Because we always come back. <laughs> truly, truly, truly. So I heard you say a couple of things. I, the important thing I, I take away is listen, pay attention to the message that our feelings are giving us. And mm-hmm. then once we True do that, feeling. yes. So that takes a lot of intentionality and that's mm-hmm. practicing self-awareness and not just being so busy in mm-hmm. the business of mm-hmm. reaching for things, mm-hmm. right? But really right. we have to slow down and pay attention to the message our true feelings are giving us. And then once we get that message, we got to do something. Yeah, yeah. Or, or before doing, you have a choice to make, right? Like, cause I, I do say everyone has that choice. You have some folks that's gonna move towards a better decision and you have some folks who are gonna let fear impact that decision and it's gonna paralyze them and they'll stay stuck. Mm-hmm. Hopefully not forever, but they'll stay stuck for a while longer because they've decided against making the move. So mm-hmm. you do have a choice, but the hope is, is that it's a lot scarier for you to stay where you are than it is to consider moving into a different space. That's good. Say that again. Somebody, somebody needs what you just said. <laughs> the the hope is that it's a lot scarier for you to stay exactly where you are mm-hmm. than it is for you to move into a different space. Somebody needed to hear that. How has sh- making that shift of now allowing your values to inform your decisions how has that made an impact for your life it's made I can't even explain like (laughs) oh my god a tremendous impact like I have so much more peace um like real real joy I feel on a daily basis I'm able to um like be grateful and embrace the the little things, like everything that's happening in my life today, you know, instead of, you know, constant worry, you know, about getting to a space or getting something done or being a certain way. Like I am so comfortable in who I am and I'm still learning about who I am. You know, my your values are based on the person that you um, identify yourself to be like, who, who are you? Right. Like we're all going to have a different set of values based on who we are. So as I am creating and operating in my values, it allows me to get to know myself even more. Mm -hmm. And I I must say, I kind of like myself, (laughs) you know, (laughs) she's pretty cool. Like she, she's like her too. But you know, that's so what you just said, because a lot of people don't like themselves. So yeah. just to level set, 
uh, you may have a difference of value, or, or don't, or the, you may not, they may be similar. What would you say are the key, the main, if you were to identify the top five, the top five values that drive you, your decisions professionally, mm -hmm. uh, as well as personally? Gotcha. Okay. Um, well, professionally and personally kind of intertwine, but I'll start with um, uh, personally. So personally, uh, first, well, again, it, it goes within my uh, business professionally as well, uh, which yes. is faith. That yes. is the number one uh, value with everything, all things that I'm connected to um, in life, in my world. Because, you know, without that, without, you know, exercising my faith and believing that God's plan is the best plan and seeking him first and his guidance on all decisions that I make, I mean, without that, nothing else matters anyways, right? So that is first and foremost for me, professionally, personally, all things, <laughs> right? Um, next is my peace. Mm -hmm. Peace is very important for me. Um simply because like I have, so my friend always tells me how I'm, I'm a visionary, right? And, and that's true. His friend. I, her, name, her name is B, Miss <laughs> Bob. But <laughs> I call her B. Y'all make y'all on the podcast, y'all may know her as B Wendy. But she always, you know, talks about how I'm, I'm such a visionary, how my brain just like, you know, sees the whole picture from like now and like 10 years, 20 years out. Mm -hmm. And she's so right. Like I have a, um, I am strategic at heart. You know, I'm a natural strategist. And, you know, that's a beautiful thing. However, it has a tendency to uh, create anxiety for me as well, because I look so far out and can like put together this whole plan, right? Um, and But I can also see like worst case scenario in the plan, which then brings up all these other, you know, questions and concerns. And, you know, and, and now I'm all worked up and anxious. So, I explained that to say that peace I've learned is a great value for me because I make my best decisions when I'm at peace and not all worked up. Yep. And peace for me is a is an indicator that I am walking God's path mm -hmm. when I'm very confused and overwhelmed and anxious and disturbed and all of that stuff. I have taken over, right? I have gotten into the driver's seat, put God in the passenger seat, and that's not the way we roll, right? So peace is an indicator that I am walking on the right path and, you know, that I'm taking care of myself. And so if I'm taking care of myself, I am inclined to make the best decisions for myself. So yeah, if it doesn't give me peace, we're not rolling with it, Absolutely. right? <laughs> um, another uh, three is family. Family is a value of mine. Yeah. I have always been close to my family, like growing up. Um, and, you know, obviously that was a part of the problem, you know, in the beginning, because it was all about, you know, making my family happy and, you know, catering to everyone's needs. And I'm still just as much of that nurturer today, but a nurturer with balance, right? And boundaries. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've always been very close to my family. Um, always been that one to want to service, you know, others and take care of everyone. I'm just, I just kind of natural have, naturally have that spirit. Um, and so family uh, traditions and quality time and things like that is so important for me. Um, and so 
family is is I have to connect with family in some way on a daily basis to just feel you know joy to feel um fulfilled and connection if that makes sense mm-hmm. um I put friendship in that category as well family slash friendships because the type of person I am I, I'm a six on the Enneagram by the way so I am the loyalist I am very very loyal um yes yes and <laughs> my <laughs> friendships are like family for me um and like I, I look at it the same you know I'm gonna have your back I'm gonna be there for you do just as much for you as I would for family and so they kind of go hand in hand and it's important for me to make those connections um and you know be a part of of their lives they be a part of my life like all of that good stuff so family is very important um growth is very important for me that is a value for me um I Every day I position myself to grow. I feel like, you know, we are lifetime students, you know, in this world. We're always uh, learning and growing or at least presented with opportunities to learn and grow, whether we take it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, growth is very important to me um, for a lot of reasons. It it is important professionally, like within my businesses, growing and and scaling and just, you know, doing as much as I can to leave a legacy before I'm no longer here, you know, on this earth to pass down. Um, personally, uh, growth is important because I just believe the the more I take care of myself, the better my relationships will be. So it's important for me. It, it reflects my marriage, right? The more I'm willing to grow, my husband's willing to grow, like, you know, we're going, we grow together and we're going to be better together. You know, I, I can be a better parent to my son as long as I'm continuing to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it, it falls in all categories, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, mm-hmm. um, relationally, like all primary areas, as long as we are willing to grow, mm-hmm. we'll always get to a better space. We'll always be okay. I love that. I really appreciate appreciate you I, I, when you as, as you're talking. And we've shared, you know, we've had those conversations before, just as friends, and so many similarities, so many similarities. Mm-hmm. I love that you identify those values. So, what are? I know that we don't have the time to talk about how all these values kind of fit into your decisions, but what are a couple of examples of how these values, how your values inform your decisions in a practical or on a day to day basis? Yes. Yes. So. As I mentioned before, in order to identify our values, we have to um, first take time to identify your person. Like, who are you? You know, what's your true identity? Like, learn yourself. Okay. So for me, um, how they impact me is if I'm faced with any type of decision I have to make, uh, maybe I'm presented with an opportunity um, or, you know, just a situation, you know, that may come up. I always like I do a mental check of my values in my mind like I'm just like okay family faith growth you know I'm thinking about it and I I how do I put it like I compare what's being presented in front of me to my list of values so if I say yes there we go thank you so Uh if I say yes to this thing right Mm -hmm. is it going to give me peace right is it going to impact my family in a negative way like is it going to take me away from my family therefore 
you know, make me sad, make me unhappy? You know, is it going against my faith, my beliefs, right? Like I, I kind of check those things off in my mind to help make the decisions that I make on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And that keeps me grounded. That keeps me balanced mm-hmm. because the moment I start to step away from that and don't get me wrong, we step away from it sometimes, you know, maybe by accident, yeah. you know, we didn't realize. And once you do, you, you have the opportunity to go back to it and be like, oh, hold on, wait a minute. I didn't realize that that was going to impact me this way or that way. So we could, we have a right to change our minds. Um, but yeah, I lost, I lost where I was going with that. No, you know no, how I do. I go no, off on a tangent. <laughs> no, 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 I, I catch, I catch you. Though. I'm here to catch you. I know. But this is good. What, what I'm hearing you say is when you're presented with decisions, opportunities, or just things that come up, maybe somebody says, Hey, I want you to do this. Or, Hey, this, it may look shiny, right? It may look right. shiny, yes. it may attractive. So we talked about the shiny object syndrome. <laughs> definitely, definitely doing what everybody else is doing. It yeah. may look like the thing to do, but is it really for you, is right? For you. Is it in alignment with your values? Because yeah. you put those values in place for a reason. Yeah. The reason is based on who you are, not who everybody else is. Ooh, that's so good. One of the things that I that I share with clients is that there's a difference between there's a difference between when our values is in um, alignment right? Or when they are in conflict and we have to be able to understand and recognize the gap. If I'm making decisions, if I'm measuring my decisions to my values, that means that I have to take a moment to think about it and not just react impulsively because it looks good, right? But if I, if I'm just, if I, if I recognize that conflict, that means I'm, I don't have the harmony that I said that I mm-hmm. want. If I say mm-hmm. that I want the peace, but I'm doing these things over here that's draining me or, or withdrawing from me, then I don't, I don't, I don't have the peace that I need for sure. And you're able to move forward. So very, so it sounds like you're measuring your decisions with your values to make sure that it does not compromise or conflict Mm -hmm. with the things that are important to you, with the peace, with the harmony, with the balance, all those things. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, we may not get it perfect all the time. And the goal isn't for perfection. It's just to you know, be intentional, like you said, to move slowly, be cautious in your decisions that you make instead of giving a quick yes to some to someone else, yeah. take a pause. Maybe it's, it's going to be a slow no instead of a quick yes, you know, because every time you tell someone else yes, you, you might have to tell yourself no for something or another. So yeah. take the time to think about it. Mm-hmm. See if it's in alignment with your values, then make your decision. And you'll find that decisions become a lot easier when you have your values in place. Yeah. You know, I get so many folks that are like, oh, I just, I, I, I'm so indecisive and I can never make the right decision or I question myself all the time. I hear folks tell me that all the time. And that's a key indicator that you have not identified or connected to your values. Because once those are in place, mm-hmm. it takes a little bit of practice, but once they are in place, mm-hmm. it makes decision-making so easy because you don't have to compare all these you know, external objects or unknown things. You go with what you know, which is what keeps you grounded and what keeps you well. And if it's out of alignment with those things, then it's a simple no. It's an easy no. Without, without excuse. Without excuse, right? Without no, excuse. period. Yes, yes. <laughs> without excuse or explanation. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So this is a really good segue to what happens when we don't. What happens when we don't 
identify our values and move in the direction to our to 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 our values because you know earlier you made a, a comment just now about how we could be saying yes so that means we could be making decisions out of obligation we could be compromising goodness we could be choosing things for us that are harmful for us like choosing the wrong relationships or choosing to right. stay in the wrong relationships when we know right. we know we did not align right. with our values right, or right. Staying right. In the wrong jobs or making that business move so let's talk talk about things that you've seen or things that happen when that we don't move in the direction of our values yeah, I mean, honestly, all of that, like yeah. I've seen all of that, but one of the number one things that, you know, I see probably on a consistent or daily basis are around relationships, you know, um, relationships, they can bring us up or bring us down. It just, it just depends, you know, and a lot of folks I see get paralyzed um, or get stuck in between you know, where they are, being where they are, and there's a big barrier between to get them to where they want to be, right? And that barrier is their relationship because I don't want to make this person upset or, you know, I don't want to ask this person this or talk to this person about this because mm -hmm. what if they reject me or get upset or what if they're not on board or what if they don't understand or, I mean, it's so many different reasons oh, and really? yeah feeling lack of support, right? Feeling uh, misunderstood, uh, fear of being uh, rejected, judged, or abandoned, or lonely, you know, or lonely right? Mm -hmm. Any and all of the above can prevent a person from really like giving themselves permission to be their authentic self, mm -hmm. you know, to really move like they want to move because it's important to them. Yeah, yeah. So how do you, you know? how do you help somebody? How do you help somebody who's struggling with this? you know, you see them drowning and you've seen, yeah. seen them drowning, right? You, we, we, we see them drowning. They're drowning in these, 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 you know, I always say that, that there's what we tell ourselves and then there's a truth. And that gap between the two is like, we need to address the gap, right? So somebody we see who's struggling, they're making decisions for the wrong reasons. They're compromising, they're settling, they're, they're lowering their standards. They're, they're in really bad situations because they haven't taken time to really identify who they are and their values. How do you help them to move in the direction of that? Yeah, well, first we, we take some time to identify like how are they showing up, right? Mm -hmm. What's the issue? Well, you know, I'm stuck or I'm unhappy or maybe their story looks like how mine did, how I explained at the beginning of our conversation today, you know? And then, you know, once we put all of that on paper, we identify more or less, you know, why they feel like they're operating this way. Again, a lot of folks find that, well, it's because, you know, well, this person wants me to do this or, well, because I have this situation or maybe this or that. Like we, we identify all of the potential barriers that could be um, uh, contributing to why they're showing up the way they're showing up. And then we spend some time working on their true identity, exploring, uh, bringing this person, you know, above ground and bringing them to life, so to speak. So um, I use a tool called the Enneagram. Um, hopefully, you know, you folks have heard of the Enneagram. I'm so passionate about it. I love it, love it, love it. And so um, it, it's a personality assessment that helps you understand why you think, feel, and behave the way you do. So um, I go, we, basically the client will take the assessment, they'll learn their um, Enneagram type number, 
and then we break down all parts of uh, that assessment. So the client will come out of that phase better understanding themselves, like having a deeper connection with themselves in a way that they never have before. So in short, I'm creating like a mirroring effect for the client to really see themselves, you know, look in the mirror and identify all parts of themselves, mm-hmm. including what they want to, to see happen, right? Including the person that they want to become moving forward. Mm-hmm. And so, like you said, bridging the gap between what we think and yeah. what the truth is, that's the phase. The final phase is helping them to uh, rewrite their story is what I like to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, rewrite what we have claimed to be uh, true for us, you know, all along. Mm-hmm. and positioning it positioning it to reveal the actual truth right the actual facts here mm-hmm. and then once we identify those things we work out a personal plan for you to uh, find yourself achieving those things whether it's learning how to use your voice and be assertive whether it's establishing healthy boundaries um with loved ones, um, you know, whether it is uh, affirmations, whether it's increasing your spiritual uh, connection, whether it's, I mean, it could be a number of things, but me and the client, we work together to create a personalized plan of action. So you know exactly what to do in order to move in a healthier direction that that. represents your values. I love that. Absolutely love that. What about if somebody is, has made a, a, a risky, expensive decision? So they've bought the rings. They said, yes, I do. They're now married. <laughs> or they bought the house. And yeah. what that house that the family wanted them to buy. Or whatever the decision is, that's really cost them a lot of time and money and resources. But they realize that there is misalignment or the lack of alignment with their values. They can't just divorce them just because of that, or they can't just they can't return the house, right? Oh. Right, right, <laughs> what, right. Might that person? What? How would you recommend for that person to shift and move? Um, well, obviously, you know, if if they're already in a marriage, the number one recommendation is always couples therapy or couples coaching to some degree. It's always great if you can get both parties in the same space to receive the same information, you know, go through the same process. However, I, I work with many uh, women specific who come in because they feel like, or they've asked and their husbands aren't really on board, you know, with therapy or coaching or things and their relationship has shifted greatly. So I, I believe that couples counseling is the best alternative. Yeah. However, um, when one person in the marriage is able to make improvements and um, you know take care of themselves in a healthier way, they have the power to influence their partner. Now we can't change anyone, so we never want to take on that idea, but we have the, the the power to influence others. You know through our strength, through our our testimonies, through our changes, right? And so um, basically, uh, let's just say I did only have that one individual that comes in. Uh, we, we do the same process. We spend time identifying uh, what, the, what that client truly desires, what's important for her. Mm-hmm. And uh, from there, we work through uh, any type of barriers. Again, whether it's communication, well, I don't know how to talk to my husband about this. Whether it's, you know, how oh, I just, I find it so hard to say no, or I just give in or I just don't say anything at all. Like we work through all, any and all of those type of barriers um, 
and I, I increased the client's skill set in those areas so that he or she could feel confident in uh, approaching the situation moving forward. Because here's the thing, at the end of the day, like you mentioned before, being in conflict with our values, right? We have a choice. Either we make necessary moves, right, to try to get our life back in alignment with our values, or we make the choice to stay exactly where we are. That is indeed a choice too. Mm -hmm. However, it, it does not it does not create a space to really enjoy your life, right? And God intended for us to enjoy our everyday life, not to be miserable. Absolutely. We're supposed to experience abundant life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think this is a really good segue. This is good, Fran. This is good. I could listen to you all day. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? You know, we can do this all day. Damn. Look, I have to remind myself that we are on a podcast right now, but... (laughs) But this is a really good segue into how can people, so now they've listened to this and I know that people are really taking notes and they're grabbing a hold to this, definitely making people think and challenging them. Okay, now what do they do? How can they move into the direction? How can I work with Tony? How can I um, move into the direction of identifying who I am, my, my, my values? Um, and making some decision towards the specific action so that I am experiencing the harmony and the peace and the balance and things that you mentioned. So talk about your services. How can people, you know, what do you offer specifically? Because you offer a a myriad of of, of services, wonderful services. So talk about your services and how can people get in touch with you and anything else you want to share? Yeah, yeah. So um, I have two uh, businesses. One is for uh, counseling, uh, mental health therapy services, is, and one is for coaching. So if you find that you are in need of therapy and some of the things uh, that would lead you to therapy is if you're struggling with extreme anxiety, <coughs> excuse me, extreme anxiety, um, you are struggling to move past relationship hurt uh, and painful experiences from your past, some uh, challenging life transitions, those will go under the therapy realm. Mm-hmm. Um, and my coaching practice is really for um, finding purpose, uh, identity and self-discovery and uh, relationship coaching around those things that you and I have talked about today, um, establishing healthy values, um, connecting with each other on a, in a deeper level, things like that. And so uh, you can find me and, and explore all of those services on my website. It's uh, TonyLewis.com and that's spelled T-O-N-I-L-O-U-I-S. So TonyLewis.com. And um, I, you can also follow me on IG, uh, Instagram, which is self-care ex- or self-care with Tony. Okay, IG self-care with Tony. Uh, T-O-N-I, and I'm also on Facebook, and it is Self-Care Experience. Awesome. Awesome. You can message me, you know, DM me, email me, whatever, Uh, just get in contact with me. And for your Mm -hmm. listeners, if you um, are listening to me today and you do get in contact with me, uh, make sure you let me know that uh, you found out about me from the podcast, and maybe I can give a little special gift or something to you just for that, just for your listeners. Love it. So as y'all heard, I'm going to put this in the show notes too. So they can contact okay. uh, www.tonylewis.com or mm-hmm. on IG, self-care with Tony, 
Facebook mm -hmm. self-care experience. And just in yes. case somebody missed something you said, how would they know if they need the therapy versus the coaching? Okay. So in short, that's a good question. Most folks want to know that, like, what's the difference between the two? Mm -hmm. And very briefly, um, counseling focuses on past to present. And so if you find that there's anything from your past, you know, past traumas and hurts that's traveling with you today that um, are preventing you from moving forward and living the life that you want to live, then you know that you need some therapy or some counseling because counseling is a slower process. It's all about unpacking those things from the past um, so that we can, you know, get them out of your backpack so that your journey through life can feel a little bit lighter. So you're no longer weighed down or um, uh, prevented from living the life that, that you want to live. Now, coaching is more geared towards present to future. So maybe you've already had some therapy and worked on things from the past. So maybe you just, you just simply recognize that there aren't any huge you know, hurts or past traumas and things that you need to work through. However, you have a destination, right? You, you know that you feel like you're stuck. Right. And, and you, you have a destination of where you want to go, but you have no idea how to get there. I don't I don't know how to be a better communicator. I don't know how to balance my life out. I don't know how to, you know, um, take care of myself more, or, you know, whatever that may be. Right. You uh, you are you are wanting help with getting from where you are to where you want to be. And so coaching does just that. We don't spend a lot of time on past experiences and things. It's really about putting you in position to propel forward to wherever that destination is that you desire. Wonderful. I think that was, I know that was very helpful for some, for someone for sure. Well, Fran, is there any last advice, any, any word of encouragement, any final nugget that you just want to just, any gem that you just want to drop on the people all over the United States and outside of the United States today? <laughs> I just, I, I think that there's something to taking time to work on yourself, you know, and truly identifying what working on yourself really means, right? Like a lot of folks kind of throw that out there, like, oh, I'm working on myself. I want to work on myself. But again, they have no idea how to truly, truly work on yourself. And again, that's what I do in my coaching program. And I just want to leave you with that today. Just, you know, consider the fact that they're, there is really something to taking time to work on yourself. You know, if you did that, where, where might you be in the next year? Where might you be in the next, you know, five years, right? How might your life look different from the way it looks today? If you truly took the time to get to know yourself, number one, to learn, to, to learn about who you are to the fullest and also work on yourself in a way that, promotes you to be the person that God brought you in this world to be. So good. So good. Thank you, friend. And, and also we forgot to mention part of us making value-based decisions um, as friends and as professionals, we've decided that because we value friendship, because we value community, because we value service to others, that we want to make sure that we're showing up and sharing our gifts and talents. Um, yes world and so we developed ladies connect mm -hmm. we are the ladies connect we yes, ladies yes, connect yes. Who, uh, also underneath that ladies lounge and so if you want to take a, a couple seconds and give a high level overview of that and so people can kind of 
join in. You're welcome to do that. You mentioned that. Yeah. So like, as you, Wendy said, we, uh, me and her, we've come together to establish this wonderful uh, community for women because um, we found that community and support is so important along uh, your transformational journey. That's not a journey that you want to take by yourself. However, it can be challenging to, you know, make friends and uh, meet other women who have experienced some of the same things that you've experienced or who are willing to share at the very least. Um, and just to say, you know, me too, uh, and with no judgment, no criticism, you know, no fear of being a burden to anyone. Like that's what we are there to do. Mm -hmm. And so um, for one, we've created this space so that it can be a safe space for women to get together and share and not suffer in silence. Yeah. And two, we want to use our gifts. As B. Wendy said, we want to, um, you know, use our professional tools, our, our personal life tools. And we want to be able to share with you all the things that we've learned. We want you to be able to share with each other what you've learned along your own path mm -hmm. and just create this, you know, positive, safe, supportive community for women just to, to share and be their authentic self with no fear and no judgment. Because mm -hmm. that's the only way that we can thrive. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Especially for those people who are functioning as the strong friends for everybody else. Unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, this is not for, you know, there may be people who are listening that are our clients, right? So unfortunately, this is not for our clients because it would be, you know, kind of a dual relationship, you know, complicated us. But uh, for people who uh, want to know how to kind of connect with us, we do have Ladies Connect on IG. Am I saying this correct? It's um, Ladies Who Connect ladies on Instagram. Connect. Yeah, yeah, you can find us at Ladies Who Connect. It's really new, y'all. So um, we're, we actually really just launched. It's not too long ago. So it's yeah. really new. Uh, we're building the community now. We would love for y'all uh, to join us. But it's Ladies Who Connect on um, uh, Instagram. And it's Ladies Connect yes. on uh, Facebook. Yes. And we're about to start yeah. showing up on the page. Yeah, yeah. Page mm -hmm. On Facebook. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So go ahead and follow us. You'll start yeah. to, you'll get um, our live streams. We'll be uploading some uh, tips throughout the week and different things. We'll be, uh, and here in the near future, we'll be um, hosting some, you know, maybe some live uh, events so that, you know, everyone can be a part of the conversation. Like we have a lot in store, but yeah. again, we're building right now. So yeah, we'd love if you all would follow us and uh, join our community. Awesome. 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 Well, Fran, I am so thankful that you decided to honor <laughs> the podcast and grace the podcast with your presence and your beauty and your knowledge, expertise and value that you added to the to this to this episode. And so for everyone listening, I know that you were encouraged by this. I know that the Tony dropped a lot of gems that you can take with you and really, really reflect on so that you can start the journey or continue the journey of getting to know more about who you are doing the work, listen to the message that your feelings are telling you and move forward towards making decisions aligned with your values. So this is amazing podcast episode, episode number again, 65. I'll be back next week with another amazing episode. I really want you to take a moment. I will put the information for Tony in the show notes. 
take a moment to rate the podcast, review the podcast, contact Tony. Um, please contact her. Let her know that you that you heard her on episode number 65 with, with B. Wendy Bob. And also feel free to share this with someone else. And we will be back. I will be back. Tony, I don't know if she'll be back. She, she probably will, y'all. She probably gonna come back for another one at some point. But I'll be back next time and I'll talk to y'all soon.